West Virginia Uncommonplace. Today's episode is a special one. We're going to pay tribute to Street Fighter, uh, celebrate, celebrating its 30th anniversary. And let's just say this. From the get-go, Street Fighter has been on every system from the 3DO, Amiga, Android, Arcade, the Atari ST, Blackberry, you can name it. It was even on Windows Soda one time I had Street Fighter 2 on my phone. Game Boy Advance, Nintendo, Sega Saturn, and everywhere else. The game that is the biggest is Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 has numerous versions. Street Fighter, the the World Warrior, was the first one to come out in 1991. And um, next thing you know, um, what, what goes on with that is Street Fighter 2 becomes a phenomenon. Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition comes out. Um, and that's the big one that got me started. Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighter didn't get that one. Super Street Fighter 2, the new Challengers, amazing. But here's the one that got me, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. It was a game that I bought just for a 3DO. I didn't buy nothing else on a 3DO. And I'm a young kid. I'm like, Mom, I got to get a 3DO. So my mom brought them and is like, you definitely can get one. But here's a catch. You get it, you're going to have to enjoy it. So then 96 rolls around. My mom, you know, I'm a video gamer. She bought me a PlayStation and a Sega Saturn. My Sega Saturn is still my most prized possession with Street Fighter games. Then Street Fighter Alpha came out. Street Fighter Alpha 2, it, and then Street Fighter Alpha 3 came out, and that didn't necessarily do anything for me there. Um, inside this episode, uh, an amazing thing takes place though with the Street Fighter 2 experience. Um, Carmen, a previous guest on the show, she's going to tell us a little bit about why she likes Street Fighter. <laughs> Oh, here we go down memory lane. Um, Street Fighter. Oh, I love Street Fighter. Um, I was introduced to the game by my uncle. He always kept the latest consoles. And um, I remember first playing it on Sega, I believe. Um, And if I'm wrong, maybe someone will... uh, the Sega Genesis, I think. Yes. So he used to play it all the time and it looked really fun. I was like, okay, let me get in on this. Um, and I just remember the first time that I played, I was just pushing all the buttons. I didn't actually know like that you could do special moves and things like that. Um, I saw my uncle doing them, but I don't know. I just thought he his fingers were moving so quick. I just thought that it was by you know, like a happy accident. Like he's just pushing all the buttons and it's turning into this special move. But no, um, (laughs) he showed me how to get, you know, to the study guide and you can practice the moves and everything. And I tried a couple of people, you know, um, of course I tried Ken, um, Ryu, um, I tried and, and I tried the women, uh, I can't think of their names right off the top of my head because, um, you know, I'm a lady. So I wanted to try, you know, to to whoop some tail with some ladies. But it didn't work out. Um, the one character that really took to me and I took to him was Blanca. I love Blanca. I have the shirts. <laughs> Um, I am a proud fan and like, 
his moves. I don't even know. I don't know. I just, I just like the fact that nobody could beat me. If I'm fighting with Blanca, like you're going to die. Um, and I remember my first time electrocuting somebody like the move actually worked. Um, and it made, (laughs) then I was unstoppable. So yeah, people used to get real mad with me for that move. But so that's my favorite character. Um, I remember the first time electrocuting somebody. I remember the first time I made it through the game. Uh, made it to fight the big boss um, with Blanca. It was, it was very exciting. Uh, adrenaline rush like none other. Um, I don't even think I get that excited to play like Mortal Kombat or Tekken. I love all those. But I think like Blanca just does it for me. taking the time to uh, talk to us and let us know about her great experience her super character is blanca um inside this game my street fighter character is ryu i have been with ryu like since whenever and still to this day um my favorite edition though of street fighter is street fighter uh hd edition for the nintendo switch when that game came out um i didn't buy it initially it took me almost two years to find a copy like dirt cheap i found it i'll never forget in cambridge ohio and I bought all four copies and then resold two copies of it and kept a copy. To me, it's the most fluid version of Street Fighter 2 that you can play. Um, yeah, the Nintendo Switch controller is a little choppy, but it's an experience that I really enjoy now. Um, out of all the games, though, if we're going to just go uh, tit for tat for games, this is how I feel about them. Um, the original Street Fighter is what it is. It's at the platform. My favorite Street Fighter of all time is Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo with the uh, addition of Akuma. Akuma did something for me, and, and he's my character that I carry on through the Alpha series. Alpha series ranks like this. Alpha 2, Alpha 1, and then 3. 3 is, to me, it's a polished game. Um, good character. It probably got the overall best roster of characters. Street Fighter 3. Street Fighter 3 is a very hard game for me to talk about. It's a... The game was good, but I played it on the second Dreamcast. So the Street Fighter Second Impact was probably the big one for me. And then after that, um, I held off for a great deal. Um, then you know, Street Fighter uh, Six is on the way, but Street Fighter Five it, it, it changed things. But I jumped over into Marvel versus Capcom after that, and like I said, carried the Street Fighter characters on that. And then I continued my support for the Street Fighter characters over on Nintendo with uh, Smash Brothers with Ryu and Ken. Um, over there so respectfully uh those are my takes on the characters that i like and uh how structured and how strong ryu's uh, balance was that was the thing that kept me glued and tightened to him
Hey there, WVN Commonplace. It is I, Mr. Keck, solo host of the Mr. Keck and Me podcast and co-host to the Rage You Nerd podcast, here to talk a little bit about Street Fighter. Street Fighter is turning 35, which means Street Fighter and I share the same birth year. So hey, I feel like if nothing else, that makes us kindred spirits and I want to talk about it. Now for me, Street Fighter, the video game, was never the biggest part of my life. But I would have to be a fool to not fully see how impactful this game was. From being something that helped spawn the actual inception of UFC. I mean, that's true. You can go look that up. UFC uh, pitched their idea as a, a, we want to show people a live action Street Fighter slash Mortal Kombat, a real life video game. To creating some of the most amazing, most bizarre film adaptations and I'm not just talking about the animated I am also talking about the god-awful live action but the game itself to me is synonymous with the fighting game genre I think it's always going to come down to when someone says hey do you want to play a fighting game your mind is either going to go Street Fighter or it's gonna go Mortal Kombat but Street Fighter set the stage. Street Fighter 2, I think it was 1991, established what pretty much has been become the staple, or the staple at the time, of fighting games to the point that it was continually copied over and over and over again. And you gotta give credit then making Street Fighter essentially the fighting game when you, when you look at it historically. The fact that Street Fighter is still part of EVO Competition Championship Series, still a part of any kind of competitive eSport fighting scene, shows you that over 35 years there have been countless games added, countless games designed, but Street Fighter still holds the mantle of being the fighting game. But like I told Captain Sparrow, my, my true wisdom, my true passion, my true uh, liveliness when it comes to wanting to discuss Street Fighter goes back to the films, the, the cartoons, the animated films. But let's really talk about the, the live action, the live action Street Fighter movie. Probably the single worst, <laughs> worst thing to ever happen to video games turned movies. In fact, I'm not even sure why, when Street Fighter was adapted, it didn't just kill any notion of doing live-action uh, <laughs> Street Fighter movies. But, the Street Fighter movie from 1994 starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile, and the guy that played the father of the Addams Family as General Bison, and Kylie Minogue as Cammy. So, I mean, this wasn't a testament to cinema. This was, this was a a complete crap show. And between having some not best writing, from having plotting issues, from having pacing issues, from not giving the full effect of the fighters themselves, someone like them not necessarily uh, utilizing their moves or powers or skill set other than a couple of moments. Uh, them not really making use of, of Blanca, which was one of my favorite characters in the fighting game itself. You just had this messy mess 
of Jean-Claude Van Damme doing a lot of cocaine and hooking up with Kylie Minogue throughout the course of all of this. I don't know how this movie even really got made, and the fact that this movie actually made money, uh, it, it, it wasn't a box office success. I mean, I guess it was, right? Because it, it made more money. It tripled the amount of money it brought in in comparison to how much money was in the budget. So maybe maybe that's not the right way. But I mean, it just it wasn't a good movie, even though it somehow made money. And that just shows the fan base, right? That shows a testament to the fan base of Street Fighter. That a an awful, an awful, awful movie could be made and still supported. Meanwhile, you have Super Mario. You have Super Mario doing a live action adaptation the year prior and it not being successful in any regard. So where Super Mario decided, hey, we're going to make a live action and we're going to we're going to put it out there and we're going to change all these things for creative purposes. That that movie made less money than its budget, but somehow Street Fighter being just an absolute campy weird ball of goofiness still went in there so i i mean street fighter is just successful it's got a fan base it's got people that want to continue and that's not something that's changed uh since 1987 i mean i guess more so in the the start of the 90s street fighter is just endeared to its fan base and its fan base is very loyal very fierce and very willing to give their money over to this franchise. And at the end of the day, that's what that really I and mean, that's what really matters. You know, I would argue that in my eyes, Mario is a bigger game than Street Fighter, uh, or a bigger franchise than Street Fighter. And yet, if you compare the two crappy movies, Street Fighter blew the Super Mario movie, the live action adaptation, out of the water. Now it's probably not that cut and dry across the rest of the board, and I'm not here to debate any of that. I'm just here to say happy birthday, happy anniversary to Street Fighter, and uh, I hope you all go out there and uh, sit in the very edge of the screen, duck down, doing a low kick to absolutely frustrate and poke your enemy into a violent rage so that they finally quit playing this game. And if you can do that, then you are living a true testimony to the power of Street Fighter on its uh, on its <laughs> birthday. All right. Again, this has been Mr. Cack from Rage You Nerds and the Mr. Cack and Me podcast. Hope you all enjoyed. And I want to thank Mr. Cack for coming on and uh, helping out with the show and definitely giving us a little bit of uh, insight into the Street Fighter movie because it was one rough thing. And to anybody else that out. Uh, has uh, helped out along the way with the Street Fighter episode. This has been a uh, pleasure doing it. And um, just, if you're not a fan of Street Fighter, take a t- take some time uh, before you stop playing games and actually try it out. It is one of the better things.